Hello and welcome to episode 27 of Good Gains Well Played. I'm JCM with us this week is Messiah. Hello. Isley's out again. Fortunately, he's having some computer issues, so he will not be joining us. It's unfortunate because he has started doing his trainer stuff, uh, and I really wanted to hear how that was going. So hopefully we'll, so we'll obviously be able to talk about that next time. As long as his USB port is fixed and got a new mic and yada yada, but we'll see what happens next time. So much. Yeah, too many problems. <laughs> um, yeah, so we are, of course, the weekend after E3 has wrapped up. We're just going to cover some regular news that not all of it is from E3 because kind of like it's already been covered and we hit all the major stuff. Xbox had a big old stream where they were going more in depth about the games that they showed. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing necessarily major, but it was more like kind of what you'd expect, I guess, if E3 was proper, where they'd have like their press conference and then they would have game out. They'd either be on like, you know, how IGN has like a e3 showcase and they have developers come on talk about their game and then they go and like they they do that uh or you you just have someone go and talk to the devs at their their booth where their game is or whatever it was kind of like basically that situation talked about a little more and then some people like todd howard had interviews other people had interviews as well yeah i know he called their new game he count he called it what he it was uh like skyrim in space Mm -hmm. it's like it's like okay a little descriptive, um, <laughs> you know, but you know, whatever. Uh, and then, yeah, we, like I said, we'll just kind of go into the news, uh, new releases. Uh, of course, we had the Metro Exodus next gen version came out this week. So it's free for PS5 owners, free for Xbox owners. If you owned the last gen version, and I will talk about that later today, or later in the podcast, rather. And then we also had some news where, so, you know, we, we talked about how Ubisoft is doing that Avatar game, but of course they're also doing a Star Wars game. And it was interesting, there was an article saying how Disney let them do the Star Wars game after a meeting about the Avatar game. So I guess they liked what they were doing with the Avatar game, that they're like, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. Let's do a Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. So that was a really interesting. Here's a quote from, uh, who's this quote from? This is an interview with Walt Disney game Sean Shaptow, he revealed uh, he revealed this. Basically, he said, uh, The first meeting we had with Massive around the Avatar game after we acquired Fox was really the jumping-off point for the Star Wars game. There was such alignment and such creative passion around the Star Wars IP from that team that it was just a natural evolution to the relationship and really led to Star Wars game, uh, the Star Wars game we announced not too long ago. We certainly had aspiration, and this is, let's see here. Yeah, still, still Shaptow. So we certainly had aspirations about an open-world Star Wars game. It didn't come exclusively from Massive. Uh, they certainly had a passion for it, too, to the point that made it a lot easier for our conversations to advance. But we're aware of things, of the things you outlined. But we're aware of the things you outlined, right? We're, this, this so, <laughs> he's asking the question, we're aware... Okay, it's because... It's early, worded really weirdly. That doesn't make sense in text. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's because I... I I skipped what he was saying and he was also responding to the interviewer. Mm. So, uh, yeah, cause they, they were talking about some other things and he was saying, you know, the things you outlined. So what the interview was saying, but yeah, basically, yeah, just, uh, you know, they, they liked what they saw and they kind of pushed him to work together on a Star Wars game, which is pretty interesting. Mm. Then we also have the return of cyberpunk 2077. We'll be coming back to PlayStation, the PSN rather on the 21st. But it will have a 
thing saying, I'll say, so this is the official statement from SIE saying, SIE can confirm that Cyberpunk 2077 will be relisted on PlayStation Store starting June 21st. Users will continue to experience performance issues with the PS4 edition, while CD Projekt Red continues to improve stability across all platforms. SIE recommends playing the title on PS4 Pro and PS5 for basic screens. So it will be coming back. I know they just did another patch. I didn't look into it to see how well it increased performance, but there was another patch. Then we also have the... There was rumors initially that the medium was going to be coming to PS5, and then it was confirmed. Uh, So the PS5 version of the medium will be coming out on September 3rd. It will have DualSense support, of course, as most PS5 ports do. So I am looking forward to that because it was probably the only Xbox exclusive that seemed interesting. That, like, if it... I kind of look at them like, if these were games on PlayStation, would I would I play them kind of games? And that one mm-hmm. seemed to seem pretty interesting. So I'm looking forward to that for September. Then... We also had confirmation from Microsoft, so they were some of their games that they showed at E3, like Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator, will be exclusive to the Xbox Series consoles. And then they also talked about how Starfield's, of course, exclusive as well to the next gen console, not going to come to Xbox One. But they did talk about how one of the ways they're going to allow last gen users to play those next gen games is over the cloud service. So, which you know makes a lot of sense if you're going to have your Microsoft Cloud. Service you might as well allow people on the last gen. I mean, it's not like people on PC who use cloud services can't play games that run real well with the 3080 because they have you know a 1660 or something. Mm-hmm. It's like they it's cloud gaming, so that's really interesting. I'm curious how it's going to perform. You know, I, I talked a couple episodes back how I did PlayStation Now and that was working really well. Now I'm not sure if I don't think Now is necessarily in the cloud i think it's actually a physical server that they they like you're connected to an actual location so i'm not sure if there's any variance or if it's just fancy naming calling it in the cloud uh, but yeah it performed well so i'm, I'm guessing it probably should perform pretty well it'd probably just take a hit to resolution instead of getting like you know top end 4k kind of mm-hmm. stuff that way you can keep your bit rate you know fine and then also have your latency like i'm curious what the uh the latency will be it did kind of annoy me where there was a Destin Legary on IGN. He had talked a couple weeks back on the podcast Unlocked about how PlayStation Now was no good, yada, yada, yada. And I had tweeted at him. I said, you know, I'm listening to the podcast. It's like, you know, by PlayStation Now, like it was, it was pretty poor back in, you know, 2014. And yada, when I tried it, when it was made, it was not too great. Like it was okay, but a lot of, a lot of latency. But I told him how I, I replayed all Dead Space 3, I played Black Ops 3, and I played Doom 2016, had no issues. And then his retort was that he just can't do it as someone who plays at ridiculously low input latent input delay. It's very noticeable because he's a PC gamer. I'm like, but that wasn't your argument. Your argument that it was poor. So then he, mm-hmm. on the recent episode of Unlocked, he was touting like how it's a good thing, yada, yada. I'm like, you were just ragging on a couple months ago how PlayStation now is garbage, even though it's not. And then you just say, well, it's not for me. So now, but you're not doing that when you talk about the Xbox cloud service. So just, it, it really annoyed me. I don't know why I had to bring that up, but I was, I just, I got really annoyed. <laughs> I was like, I'm so annoyed. You changed your argument in the tweet. I'm so mad. Um, and then, yeah, then we have apparently a PS, obviously PSVR 2 has reportedly been planned for holiday 2022. This is a, let's see, reported by, this is from Bloomberg. 
which did a conduct an investigation into the company's pivot from mobile screen phone screens to VR headset displays. Uh, as far as story, Bloomberg spoke to sources that claim to have knowledge of Sony's PSVR plans, and they suggest that PSVR successor will use uh, Samsung OLED panels within the headset, and Sony aims to release the system in the holiday period next year. So that would be interesting to see. I know they've already talked about, they've shown the controller, and I like the new controller design. So it would make sense that if they're showing that, I mean, because they showed like the PlayStation controller, PlayStation 5 controller pretty early. Um, and then if they're showing the PSVR 2 controller already, it's probably yeah, going to come out sometime. And holiday would make sense instead of this year, maybe give it some more time to mm-hmm. probably, you know, make sure you have enough in stock. I, I have no idea if the, you know, what components of the PSVR 2 are going to be in short supply because they're being swallowed up by demand elsewhere. Kind of like maybe the, uh, work on getting some more consoles out there too. Maybe before you start, you know, adding things to it. Yeah, especially if it's only for PS PS Five support. But yeah, or if PS Five is going to be really the only like enjoyable option to use it. Right. So yeah. Uh, then we also saw Sony. So you know, in the PS Four days, you can sign up for like to be the beta tester for some of their firm, their new feature updates that they do, and they just rolled that out for PS Five. Um, I haven't signed up for it yet. I probably will at some point. I didn't really do a whole lot of... I mean, there wasn't a ton that they tested on PS4 when I signed up for it. Uh, it was usually stuff like, oh, increased... Not increased, but like inc- the increased party count in mm-hmm. party chat or, you know, this and that. Like, it was nothing necessarily crazy. So I'm curious what kind of stuff they'll bring to PS5 that would require testing and feedback, but we'll see. Then we also got confirmation that Tetris Effect Connected will be coming to PlayStation next month with crossplay. So this was, of course, Tetris Effect came out on PS4. It was exclusive, and then it came out later on Xbox, but as Tetris Connected, which had more functionality with uh, multiplayer support. And then, yes, this will be coming to PlayStation, and you'll be able to play it with PS4 users because it's just going to be a backwards-compatible game, obviously, on PS5. So that'll be fun to play. I'm looking forward to that. I want to try out those new modes. We also got confirmation that Call of Duty Warzone got the 120 hertz support for PS5. This was something that was missing that easily came to Xbox. We talked about it before where just the way the Xbox designed the series consoles is essentially just the exact same architecture but just beefed up where there's still some slight differences between PS4 and PS5 that in order to do enable a 120 hertz mode, you kind of have to retool it you can't just unlock the frame rate mm-hmm. uh, like on xbox because on in warzone it had 120 hertz support pretty much right away for xbox series consoles so it's nice to see that it's coming out for ps5 i mean i'm not playing warzone i know warzone's still really popular but it's good to see i'm, I'm really looking forward to when apex is going to do it because i know they're working on it for both the series and ps5 so i'm looking forward to a 120 hertz support there i i know it works really well in black ops cold war multiplayer i'm curious if it'll be as smooth in warzone considering it's a battle royale but i'll just wait for a digital foundries analysis there and then we also had an interview with jim ryan with uh, axios where he was talking about crossplay and how you know he said we support and encourage crossplay uh, and then he talks about how uh he just kind of listed all the games that have crossplay on them you know, talking about 
Fortnite, Warzone, like all the BRs that have it. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see because you know we talked about how there was that Borderlands three thing with the crossplay. If it's just a delay there, if that's going to show up, and if this means that, because that was kind of one of the big things that came out of that Apple versus Epic thing was all the documentation about Sony's hesitancy for crossplay back back in the day. So it'll be interesting to see if like if this is more of a PR thing to say because that came out. It's like no, no, we're we're definitely in it for a crossplay. It's got to kind of change that image for sony versus what came out in the leaked documents and then yeah that's all i had there was also a rumor i did save it initially where someone who claimed that a leaker who had spilled a bunch of stuff on sekiro and elden ring and mm-hmm. dark souls 3 dlc uh also confirmed that they are working on a spiritual successor to bloodborne codenamed velvet veil but then it turned out, and it was really promising because they had like they the article included a screenshot that was supplied that showed all this stuff from years ago that was basically this person, you know, leaking all this information. And it was it was kind of like a private leak. It wasn't these leaks didn't come out like the person who got this information didn't leak it. They just kind of kept it, you know, under the hood. I don't think they ever they ever talked about it. I don't remember it coming out anyways. But yeah, this person claimed that this, you know, they're working on this, yada, they heard new information. But then I guess it turned out that the person who said this isn't the actual original person who got the leaked information. It's just someone else pretending to be them. Because mm-hmm. I guess they like came out and said the actual person who got the original information is like, nah, I, I never said this. Like, this is, yeah. I never got this information. So I was like, oh, this kind of disappointing. Because I was like, especially when it was backed up by all the evidence from the other leak leaks i was like oh man this is exciting but then it's like Mm -hmm. no it's someone pretending to be someone else who got the information and it's not real yeah he came out and he was like i didn't say that actually yeah that's uh disappointing but you know we'll see especially because they're you know gonna have elden ring so soon they obviously gotta be pre you know pre-production on some but Mm -hmm. uh and yeah again that's pretty much it um i know i was trying to see if there's anything else um i know we didn't cover anything really because we recorded on sunday right before it was during the xbox thing we talked about that yeah i'm trying to think if there's anything we want to kind of go back and touch on but nothing really i mean redfall seemed interesting but it was a cg trailer so you can't really speak to that Mm -hmm. and of course it's an exclusive um, but there was a big list about all the stuff that was shown at Xbox that, of course, isn't exclusive. Um, it's all, you know, third-party stuff that's going to come to consoles. Oh, there is a next-gen version of A Plague Tale Innocence that's going to be releasing soon because, you know, they announced The Plague Tale Requiem, essentially, which is also coming to PS5 or, you know, to PlayStation Day 1 as well. It's not exclusive to Xbox. So I didn't play that game originally, but I will probably be playing have to play the first one now because they're going to come out with this next gen version um and then yeah so some of the highlights are you know they showed soccer 2 we talked about before that it was confirmed in a leak the leaked document from apple versus epic that soccer 2 is a timed exclusive that's going to come out three months later after it comes out on xbox then 12 minutes will be coming to playstation in three to six months afterwards and party animals <laughs> that silly little game that looked i thought it was like a <laughs> A weird human fall flat gang beast kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, that's going to be coming to PlayStation, you know, three to six months. Somerville, 
is a timed exclusive on Xbox. So that'd be three sixty one. Slime Ranchers also timed exclusive. Shredders uh, replaced and the Ascent are also timed exclusive. And I think re- the replaced looks interesting, but I want to see more of it, not just what was shown. Uh, and then yeah, and then what else did we? miss after that because there's the nintendo stuff but i don't really speak to anything nintendo unless there's something you want to highlight there aside from uh you know whatever they're going to call breath of the wild 2 um new metroid the new new side oh, metroid, metroid, metroid fred oh oh my god oh my god i can't believe i'm so excited literally i thought they was like hyperbole they were saying it's been like 20 years or something since the last side scrolling metroid and no that's actually true it's been 20 fucking years since they did a 2d metroid yeah, I'll be curious to see how that performs. Because, uh, you know, we we see that, like, when, when there was no Mega Man for a while, and then you had Mighty No. 9, and obviously Mighty No. 9 wasn't that great, but it was a crowd for the thing people are excited about, it turned out not to be good. But then things like Bloodstain, because there hasn't been, like, a good Castlevania in a long time, and then Bloodstain does really well, and now there's going to be a, a sequel to Bloodstain. Um, I'm curious to see how well, how what this does. I have actually pretty high hopes about it because it's they're working with the same team that did Samus Returns, which was a remake of Metroid 2 on the 3DS. And that was fantastic. That was such a good game. There were so many like little quality of life improvements, little like new mechanics added to it and stuff like that. So I actually have super high hopes for it. But to see what they're going to be able to do on an actual like Not that the Switch is a super powerful home console or anything, but to have a Metroid game on a console like the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, Because, you know, I always hear all the time, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not a Nintendo person, but Mm -hmm. Metroid's definitely one of those games that I hear a lot of the fans always wondering, like, I just want Metroid. I want Metroid. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if it sells. I mean, it's, it probably will because it's, you know, a Nintendo exclusive and those, those tend to sell. I'm curious, yeah, how exactly, how much it will. And I know that a lot of people really like the Metroid Prime series, but I've discussed this before. I suck at first-person shooters, and that's what Metroid Prime is. So I like Metroid Prime. I'm just bad at it, and I prefer the 2D Metroids. So the fact that they're actually making a new one and not just remaking an old one again, I'm I'm so I'm so fucking excited. Yeah, and some of the other things we because I think we recorded right before the Square one. Uh, I know they they did the Guardians of the Galaxy reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I thought it was just like exp- an expansion to the Marvel's Avengers. That's what I thought too. But then it's like, oh, it's not. And uh, that I'm curious how that'll be. The the problem I have is that because I didn't read the comics, I so people going into the movies have an idea of what the ca- character should be like because of the comics. But I've only ever seen the movies, so when I see the game versions and they don't quite look like the characters <laughs> or sound like them, it just pulls me out of it. So I'm like, I it seems interesting. I don't know if I'll play it, but that's going to come out on October 26th. Um, it could be fun, but again, I'll that's a wait and see for me. Uh, I know they announced the Mario and Rabbids sequel. And then I'm just trying to, I'm reading through like a quick highlight of a uh, e3 they opened with a new smash character which is kazuya mishima for some reason i'm yeah. not really sure why but it was really funny that he that they intentionally opened it with like a close-up of ganondorf like they know what they're fucking doing and because he just throws him in the volcano yeah that was pretty yeah. fucking funny didn't they did you like a bait switchers like no this isn't tekken this is actually smash like 
like they showed like fighting like footage of them fighting or something like that it was oh yeah they showed like well they showed him fighting in right. smash or whatever and then it cuts to sakurai and sakurai is like oh it looks a lot like tekken doesn't it? it's like well i sure hope so because you took a fighting game character and put it in another fighting game so i hope he yeah. fights the same yeah we did also have some follow-up I and mean, there's a lot of interviews with uh about elden ring uh, one of the quotes from george r. r martin who was interviewed by someone else outside of e3 was saying how all the stuff he did was from a couple years ago which makes sense because obviously if he's I, I'm interested about this approach. Like, you know, they're talking about how normally for the Souls games, they kind of build the game and then design the the story around it kind of thing. And instead, this is like they got the lore and the backstory from George R. R. Martin, and then they did they then they built the game, mm-hmm. um, which is really interesting. I feel like you can I feel like that help you better flesh out the world if you did it that way. But uh yeah, it's, it seems really interesting. They also talked about how it's going to be a little easier. Not necessarily like an easy mode Souls game, but it will be easier. They'll have a hub at some point. I'm assuming kind of like the Nexus and Demon Souls. that lets you yeah. get all the big open world areas. Uh, you can take the bosses in any order, which sounds a lot like Demon Souls. Usually Demon Souls just kind of hits you with like a, uh, oh, what do they call it? A skill check. Like once you get, to, like you can obviously... Like Demon Souls is very much like you can do any of the one one bosses in any order. It doesn't matter. But then it's like the the one two bosses or the the two the second boss is going to be like, all right, here's where depending on the level, it could be uh, the skill ceiling could increase because of the enemies you have to fight along the way. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and I guess like in the trailer originally it showed like these blue phantoms. But everybody thought like, oh, those are friendly NPCs. Uh, but it turns out those are just. Or not friendly, but your playable characters, like your friends. But those are actually NPCs that you recruit to help you fight. Kind of like in you know, how you can summon NPCs in the other Souls games. But it seems like more like they're more available, you know, to help you. And there's different classes to kind of help you figure out how you want to take on a situation. They also talk about this interesting thing where like you can make a group. Where like if you if you find you know you have a friend or whatever, you can add them, create this group to where you see their essentially it's like their blood stains or summoning signs or whatever like you see their stuff more often and i'm like and everybody's like oh this sounds real cool i'm like yeah this sounds exactly like death stranding where <laughs> if you meet people in death stranding you can add them to your you can bridge to them to where mm-hmm. you see their stuff more often yada yada i'm like which i thought would have been made set you know when i i thought it was a cool idea in death stranding but i was like this would be kind of cool in like another kind of game and like a souls game makes total sense like yeah if you i would rather be kind of like how you know in assassin's creed origins and uh odyssey and valhalla like if you take a screenshot you can sort it on the map like by i want to see everyone's screenshots i almost see only my friend's screenshots you know i would love it to be like i want to i'm playing a souls game like i only want to see my friend's bloodstains <laughs> and there something's like that'd be great mm-hmm. that way if i ever watch someone die i know like this is one of my friends i don't know who but one of you fuckers rolled off the hill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who did this, but I saw it. But you done goofed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I, I like that idea. My, it's cool to see kind of that those death stranding mechanics come into to more games. Uh, and yeah, that's basically it for the news and wrapping up E3. I know that there's... Oh, the other thing that I thought was fun, that it's just a real fun rabbit hole, is this is abandoned a secret kojima game and like <laughs> it's such a fun rabbit hole to hear people go down because like 
so much of it lines up like typically like conspiracy theories is like you kind of manipulate things to make it fit your narrative uh-huh. uh, and it's like it's pretty easy to do like i remember uh famously uh vadia did it uh Vadia videos did a video where he like he linked he basically said how it was a spoof video but it was saying how all the souls games are connected and basically he pick and chose the evidence he wanted and he points it out like i'm picking and choosing this evidence to make it seem like all these games are connected they're in the same world mm-hmm. uh and of course he goes obviously i'm i'm leaving out these big things that contradict it so it was a real fun video because you can see like oh yeah if you took out everything else this is how they would connect because of this this and this but the way that this abandoned thing is looking like it's a kojima thing is just it's just so coincidental like it it's it's too much that that it's there that either a they're just leaning into it because they're a new studio or b it's like it's on purpose and they're just stringing us along because like mm-hmm. initially people thought like oh it's a it's a pt game or something like that when it was announced i guess and the, the studio even said no it's not you know we're not affiliate with kojima yada yada but then like it turned like the it just goes on and on like you can watch videos of it there's an article i forget who wrote it but he just kind of laid out all these things about how the the founder of the company like his last name like if you translate kojima into turkish it like or Hideo into Turkish or something like that. Like it, tra- it's translates exactly to this person's name. And then, uh, <laughs> there's a part in the trailer where like the Amanda trailer where, uh, or in something where it's like the trees block out the letters P and T. And then there's, uh, they even tweeted out something about abandon equals first letter S last letter L. And then it's like, well, that's Silent Hill. And then, but then they come out and say, oh, no, we're we're sorry. We didn't mean to mislead people, yada, yada. So, you know, and we've, we've seen this with the Phantom Pain, you know, that that famous thing that lasted for about two days because the Internet caught on so fast. Mm-hmm. But at, apparently they're because then they're supposed to have this like PlayStation app on the 22nd on next week. That's supposed to come out where like you download this app and it's a bunch of like playable or not playable. It's a bunch of teaser trailers like real teaser trailers to play them it's like wait this is a a new studio and sony's gonna have some sort of app you download that lets you watch these trailers like they used to have a gofundme or a a kickstarter i guess at one point like back in 2015 but then they canceled it because they got private they got a private investor but then also that's when kojima like that same time when kojima joined playstation also left uh you know konami and all that mm-hmm. so it's like was he the one and then this and that and it's just like it's just it's so much that's there and it's like man either this is spot on just a red herring because it's actually not abandoned it's a kojima thing or it's just like ah oh man they're marketing people are just because someone pointed out too like if it wasn't a kojima thing but they kept tweeting and doing all this stuff that made it seem like it was and Sony's backing them with marketing or, you know, funding, wouldn't they also be like, whoa, whoa, guys, slow your roll. Yeah. Tell them like, hey, don't do this. You know, you're you're messing with our relationship with another company, you know, another person, yada, yada. So I don't know. But apparently we'll see like on this June 22nd thing what happens. And then the the rumors are also that there's going to be a PlayStation event in July, maybe. Because, you know, we... I think I forget who is either leaked that there's going to be one or there's like some big speculation that there's going to be a PlayStation event, kind of like a big 
you know, state of play, I guess, like their E3 version of it. Uh, people are thinking that the the Death Stranding director's cut will be shown there because obviously they, it probably won't be like its own standalone Kojima thing about it. They'll probably incorporate it into a state of play. And they said in a few weeks so that they're thinking like, okay, so that's when Sony would do it. Like if they're going to show off an exclusive on their console, they'll do it in a state of play to show the extra stuff. But yeah, I'm curious what else they'll, they'll show there. Maybe God of War or a release date for Horizon or something. But we'll see. But yeah, that's basically it. We'll go ahead and roll into what we've been playing. Are you still chipping away at FF14? Um, No, not this week. I had to take a break from it because I had some... I have problems with pain in my hands and arms sometimes i have tendonitis and i had like a really bad flare-up a little while ago so i had to stop um i had to stop 14 and i was was like oh well that's a good that's actually coincidental because they did the ooblets update so Mm -hmm. i was like that's fine i'll just play ooblets it's pretty chill and then just from holding the controller my hands would start hurting with that so i had to kind of take a break from that but i've just been playing ooblets like a little bit every now and then um it's nice having like a nice relaxing game that i really really like because i can just pause it when i'm not like feeling well or if i need to get up and take a break i can just pause it and leave it and i come back and there's no like there's no problem you know (laughs) time doesn't advance while it's paused so like with animal crossing if i leave it there sometimes i'll come back and my little person's just been like standing on a walkway for four hours and now it's nighttime outside you're just like okay that's awkward so it's just been kind of picking away at ooblets playing that i got i know i say this every time but i fucking love ooblets yeah I, you're not i heard someone else on a podcast who was like when they announced uh they recapping and they're talking about ooblets because ooblets 2 right is what it's called or not ooblets sorry not ooblets 2 uh i oh, know i'm i'm confused now i'm thinking was, they were excited about slime rancher um, oh yeah slime rancher yeah someone else was interested in ooblets but they weren't as enthusiastic as a person who was in excited about slime rancher so i mm. i mixed up the two because they was like oh slime rancher <laughs> they were, they were <laughs> which is also fantastic and the yeah. uh, oh that's actually on uh game pass now the first one i wanted to play that yeah i uh like i said i i, I beat ratchet and clank i got the platinum easy platinum and then yeah it was really good it was interesting to play like you know i played the 2016 version it was the remake of the first one <clears throat> and it was fine um, I liked a lot of the guns, like the dance gun, the pixelator. Pixelator is also in this new one. That's just such a fun gun. But yeah, it was it was fun playing a platformer. I mean, it wasn't as you know crazy platformer as you know like the Crash Bandicoot uh, Four that came out, mm-hmm. which I still haven't finished. I should go finish that. But uh, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Like the guns in that game are just so creative. Like there's so much you could like CC everyone in that game with just the different guns they have and it's so satisfying too just to be like yeah i could like when i was playing it i was playing on hard and i was like i could really just bump this up to max and it would be no problem because you just can crowd control everyone with these guns and it's like there's the the topiary gun it's the sprinkler that one's just so fun there's this one where it's like you spawn this this egg that hatches like all these little robot dogs and they just like go and get everyone and then you like level it up to increase the amount of aggro there's like this this mushroom fun guy you can spawn and he like floats around like shoots at the enemies and taunts them and they get distracted by him it's just so good like all these different cc weapons 
Um, I it's unfortunate that the rhino that they teased up to launch, where it like spawns in a portal that drops stuff, and it can drop things from other PlayStation games, like the the uh, Thunderjaw. Uh, unfortunately, that's like it. You don't get that until like way late game because you have to collect a bunch of stuff to get it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have a chance to use it. Um, but yeah, I, I should go back because apparently the the new game plus is like a challenge mode. Where it's like they they ink they have like these omega versions of the guns that have like I guess new new uh, new abilities I suppose because like as you level up your guns they go from level you know one to five and every time you level up it unlocks more things you can upgrade on them yada yada and once they get to level five it's like then they unlock a new ability so like your initial pistol has like a three a three shot burst where it's more like in a wave <clears throat> like you shoot three shots at one time but it's not like this horizontal line. The shotgun goes from two barrels to four barrels. The pixelator includes like an extra blast and all the, the, all these guns get like this extra ability. And apparently they do the same thing in the Omega ver- variants where you go from five to 10. Um, so I should go and try that and just play through the game again and just have some fun with it. But yeah, it was really good. I, I noticed the game has a lot of uh, collision issues. <clears throat> Excuse me where I think they patched it recently where it wasn't, it was more like whenever you would jump on top of something, you're not supposed to like, there's these panels you run on in the game and you do like the wall run. Uh, But there's certain sections where there's like these rotating variants of them in like this pocket dimension. And if you actually, when they rotate to their side or it's like these platforms that they rotate to their side and you jump on top where you're not supposed to, like it, it gets ratchet or rivet caught in this like free fall but they're stuck Mm. in place and i had that happen also in like when i was trying to jump like not out of bounds but over some stuff i wasn't necessarily supposed to and the same thing happened i get stuck like in this free fall uh position i'd be like ah this is unfortunate and it didn't happen a ton but it happened enough that i like i noticed it i was like yeah this is this is happening Uh, but I, i know that they patched some stuff so it could just be like they need to change the hitbox maybe for these objects or something i don't know but easy probably stuff they could easily patch but yeah it's a it was a really fun game i had one visual issue at one point where like the end where dr nefarious his green like dome on his head like at one point it had these black pixelated spots on it it was almost like the game wasn't rendering the ray tracing reflections in his helmet and i was like ah this is but it was only at the it was like at the end of the game it was really weird. I was like, okay, it was only like two times it happened. I was like, oh, that's, but it was like obviously really noticeable because it's just black, you know, pixels, just big chunky pixels, you know, taken up on part of the screen. Yeah. I was watching somebody play it a little bit and um, they had something similar happen with the, I, I don't know. I wasn't super paying attention. The like parallel robot to uh, clank, the little mm-hmm. like gold one or orange one or whatever. They're little, they have like the little things on their head that are meant to look like, I don't know, like pigtails or little buns or something. Mm-hmm. And they had a similar thing where it didn't render the reflection or the inner texture properly. And it was just like black pixels. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, kit. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. It was so odd. I was wondering like if it was just, so clearly it must just be some random thing that just who knows how it happens. Cause yeah, I, I never had that problem. Like it was with kit. It was only right at the end of the game with Dr. Nefarious. But yeah, it's it was such a fun game. It was it was it was weird because it's like this is like I never played the original, so I don't know like 
it's it's weird i guess to play this game that's from design wise is basically just from the ps2 era mm-hmm. uh, that's still fun nowadays so i'm curious yeah. to see if this means they'll do more uh ratchet and clank games in the future because obviously the the remake was just kind of like a one-off it seemed like but yeah i'm curious i also went back and i watched like the a history of ratchet and clank like the entire story broken down i didn't realize how many of those games ended not quite on a cliffhanger but had a cliffhanger element to them like there's one where Mm -hmm. like uh clank just goes off at the end of the game because he's he just leaves to do something and you don't know what happened to him and so then you gotta go oh he gets kidnapped that's what it is Mm-hmm. He gets kidnapped, and it's like then the game ends, and then it's the next game's about getting him back and yada yada. But uh, yeah, it was interesting because I forgot that Doctor Nefarious initially wasn't the way he is in the in the game. He was actually like a person, and just kind of put his consciousness into a robot, like that was his thing. Because uh, like when they first he first shows up, I'm like, this Doctor Nefarious is like wow, they really change his character design, and then later they talk about oh yeah, and then he puts his himself into a body of a robot i'm like oh okay now he's got that that look i'm used to from this game but yeah it's a really good time um and then yeah after that i downloaded the metro next gen version which digital foundry did a video showing the both playstation 5 and xbox series how the global illumination ray tracing works and how it's just like it's really good and it looks really good in game uh it it is a lot of fun. i'm glad the game's at 60 and I don't know if they if this is new to the next gen versions or if they patched this in on the PS4 version at some point as well. But you can finally turn off motion blur, and I'm assuming that must be a next gen thing because mm-hmm. the, that was my problem was the 30 FPS and the motion blur was just so strong. I know it was like apparently a a pretty good per object motion blur, which is better than just regular blur in general, and that's great. But like for some reason about that game, just the 30 FPS, it made me nauseous. It was like what remains of Edith Finch. And uh, that other game that I didn't finish. There are some games where the motion blur, at at least for me, just seems really noticeable and excessive. I don't know yeah. if it's just because like I notice it at some point and then I just continue to notice it so it gets more and more annoying. But it seems like... It seems like with some stuff, I'll go into the settings and be like, oh, motion blur was on. I didn't even notice. And sometimes I'll go into the settings like, I got to turn this off immediately. Yeah. And I, I think it's also like, it it really comes down to if there's HUD elements or not, too. Because like, I can, yeah. I've obviously, I can play games that are, you know, 60 FPS that are super fast. They have motion blur when you turn. Like, I, you know, played Apex. I played warzone you know i play this game but i they have hud elements so they have static stuff on the screen which i feel like kind of alleviates plus you got the cross the cursor you got your gun it alleviates some of that uh that blur because like it's that was my problem with edith finch was like there's no crosshair and then it's just it's all blur on the screen and i that was my problem with with metro because there's no hud really Mm -hmm. and it's like i only have the gun but then the gun has blur on as well and there is tiny crosshairs then i was there and i went back and so i start i restarted the game you know because i wasn't too far initially and yeah it felt so much better i did have a weird moment where <clears throat> i that kind of nauseousness kind of came back for a bit but i think that it was kind of weird because i didn't have it playing all the way back up to where i was and then when i hopped back in yesterday for a bit i had it again i was like this is weird why is it coming back i tried tweaking because you can also change the uh the the field of view slider 
in the game. Like they added that for the PS5 and Xbox versions. And then I, I, you know, still kept the blur off, but yeah, I just, I changed that to see if that would help. And eventually it went away, but it was just kind of, I think I was in a spot where maybe it was like, cause if you do walk through like brush and stuff like that, the game will make you walk slower. So then your turn rate is slower. And it's not as fast as I was, I'm used to when I'm, you know, not surrounded by foliage where I can actually turn pretty quick mm-hmm. and get that smooth 60 turn. So it was just kind of odd, but um, yeah, I'm still in the first big area. I think it's Volga. Uh, I'm not too far. I'm kind of going through and checking all the question mark spots in the map, but yeah, it's a, I'm really looking forward to actually getting in and playing more of the game now that I can, I can play it versus the, the last gen experience. But uh, yeah, and I, I totally forgot it was coming out too because I was like, once I finished Ratchet, I was like, what the hell am I going to play now? <laughs> it's like nothing. I'm like, oh yeah, we got the Metro thing because I know the, I was interested in the next gen patch for ESO because that, you know, looked pretty significant. And I know that game is free to play and usually it's always on sale. So I'm like, that's a game mm-hmm. that if I bought it at a discount, then it'd be, then it wouldn't matter if I didn't play it because, or barely played it because it's like, I'm not paying a subscription. Like that would be easy peasy uh, versus something like FF14. Yeah. But unless I might have to make a new character. And I saw a funny thing where it was like <laughs> on the subreddit, it was like a, it was supposed to be a spoof on like a late night uh, phone sex ads you'd see on TV back in the day where it was a, a whatever the Mithras are called. And she's on this like pink bed and it's like, uh, feeling lonely or something at the top and she's like i just wearing, like, saw that oh, i just saw, saw that, that this <laughs> morning yeah <laughs> yeah you should play final fantasy it's it's free you have to this. the critically acclaimed <laughs> mmorpg yeah, it yeah it's got yeah, the meme so <laughs> yeah it was funny i was like this is good stuff but yeah it's uh I'm, I'm curious i gotta look back and see what else is coming out soon because i know because I, I don't know how long it'll take me to beat metro and i'm trying to think what else comes in the coming months because obviously we had games that were supposed to come out that got delayed like back for blood was supposed to be in june that got pushed obviously mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see we'll see what else i have a uh, monster hunter stories is like the only thing that's coming out soon that i'm definitely going to play i keep buying games and not playing them i'm definitely gonna play this i'm gonna play this the day that it comes out yeah i i, I kept seeing a bunch of like uh there was a bunch of sales the other day and i was like Ooh, I should mm-hmm. I shop on this and I, I didn't there's still like the double discount sale we've talked about before and there are a couple things in there I guess like I could see getting uh, let's see what was it I'd have to dig around for but there are some like oh, I guess I could get this and play that and yada yada but, but yeah I, I did the same I, there was an eShop sale and I did go on and buy one one game that I've been wanting for a while because it was on sale for like two dollars it's like a little small indie game that I've been wanting to play for a long time but there was another game that I've been waiting f- to go on sale and I got the notification that it was on sale and I was like, oh, well, I'll wait and because they're probably going to do more and it's not on sale anymore. I was like, fuck. So yeah. I just got the one game that I'm probably not going to play. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough, right? Not tough, but it's like it's just sometimes there's sales where just too much is on. I get like the mm-hmm. Steam stuff, right? I throw things in like my wish list and I'm not even buying stuff from there all the time. But it's like, hey, yeah, this yeah. item in there is on sale. I'm like... I could do it but you know. get that email once in a while that's like 10 things on your wish list are on sale and uh, i'm just gonna delete this email i'm not even gonna go look leave me alone yeah because yeah, there's a lot of stuff like i would like to play right now like i i want to play apex 
I just, I haven't, and I kind of want to get in there. Like I, 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 there is a discord I'm part of for min max, their discord. And there are some people that play apex in there who I can join up, but they, they're playing that new three V three mode. And I kind of just don't play the BR, mm-hmm. but I guess playing that would be a good way to kind of get back into it. But I know I, I want to get back in once again, that 120 Hertz comes out. Uh, I also, for some reason I've, I've kind of been wanting to play PUBG just as a goof. I don't know why. Like I, I kind of want to just go in there and just have just mess around because like i can't imagine like all the hardcore people are on pc playing it but uh it's just got to be fun to play just with some friends and just goof around to play Mm -hmm. on the console um and then uh, yeah just i don't know what else i i want to play i kind of want to play rainbow six siege but there's no one really that i can play with at this moment i want to play it takes two but i need someone else to play that with Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was going to try to play it with the wife while the kid was out of town the other week, but she wasn't. The problem is, like, you know, she has that same thing where she, uh, I don't think she has tendonitis, but she definitely, she has some uh, physical pain sometimes. So it's yeah. like it sitting, and it's like the couch isn't necessarily the best spot for her. She usually likes to lay down on the bed and just watch stuff in there. So it's like trying to find that right time. Like, oh, you know, make, if she doesn't have a flare up, is it a good time to play? It's like, but that just didn't happen. Now that she's working full time, it's kind of like, She's always sitting in the office chair. Yeah, it doesn't help with her back, but yeah. And when you don't have a pain flare up, there's things you need to do that you didn't do when you had the pain flare up. So yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's just it's tough. So yeah, we didn't get to play that. Yeah, because I thought that would be really fun to play together. But yeah, I I do want to play. It takes two. Um, I I know it could take a bit, but I just I want to play that game. <laughs> and yeah, I, it's just a lot of I would multiplayer games I'd like to play, but no one to play with. Civs, I'd love to play some Civ Six multiplayer, but I don't know anybody who has Civ Six. I might have Civ Six. It's on a computer though. Yeah, I have it on my Mac. Um, I think I, if I don't have it, I think if I don't have it on Epic, I probably have it on Game Pass. I'd love to get like just a couple people just to casually play it. But yeah, I'll have to look at the list now and see what else. Because there are some single player games I can still play. Like I, I still need to play Disco Elysium, Final Cut. Uh, I didn't. I was gonna start it, and I stopped because like this is gonna take me a while to, to finish. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to do that. Um, and I know they're working on Resident Evil Village DLC, but who knows when the heck that's gonna come out? And then, yeah, it's just waiting for everything else. I guess they got delayed. Minecraft's another game too that I kind of wouldn't mind just going in and just playing with a group of people. Like, and just shame you can't set up servers on the console version. I think you. There are servers, but it's not like private servers it's not like this big server i don't know if they're it's like you you start like a game right that you like invite your friends to it or something like that well like on, i know on the other day, like my kid found the servers like he joined one it's like a bunch of people and like they had there's rules set up like you can't destroy stuff yada yada yeah this and that and i was like how do i turn off chat and then <laughs> uh but yeah for as far as like I don't know if you can. You might be able to. Maybe you couldn't on like the Bedrock Edition. Maybe you can now. But that's a game like I wouldn't mind just going just to mess around, just to play. Because it's just it's yeah. one of those relaxing games. You just take a break, do some stuff, get hit by the phantoms off the top of your base, fall down. <laughs> but uh, all right, well we'll go ahead and call it there. Uh, and I said hopefully next week we'll have Izzy so we can talk about his trainer stuff, and I can follow up on some of the things on my end but uh yeah thank you all for tuning and listening thank you zaya for joining uh-huh and we will see you all next time <laughs>